Russell up with one hand and throws him like a paper plane. Russell soars into the air more than the length of a football field. <gasps> Picture from above, Maui, a stunningly beautiful Hawaiian island covered in magnificent valleys, carved by volcanic eruptions hundreds of years ago. Soar over to a four-star resort with a magnificent pool area below. Now, allow your mind to give gravity back its power and take a long dive toward the deep end of the pool and splash down into cool, clear, refreshing water. Digital Sky. Super app. Athletic 28-year-old Carrie Matlack climbs up the pool ladder and strides past vacationers relaxing on lounge chairs, soaking up the sun. She heads past a row of spacious cabanas inhabited by pods of vacationers playing card games, having lunch, napping, people just taking a break from their regular lives. Carrie shakes her head back and forth, whipping her long hair, raining pool water over her oblivious travel mates. Carrie, what, what the hell are you doing? Oh, sorry, babe. Did I get your comic book wet? It's a graphic novel. Is that what you're going to tell our kids? When we have kids, I'll tell them to stop reading comic books and go outside and play. Russell, you promised to teach our kids to play sports, be the little league coach, and all that good kind of stuff, right? It's the plan. And Carrie covers gymnastic needs and dance recitals. Yep, and Ellen deals with creativity and the arts. So what's, what's Roy's role in our village it takes to raise our children? Cool dad, cool uncle, bro. <laughs> In other words, you're gonna cover for them when they start underage drinking. Nope, not going down that way. I mean, I'll, I'll teach them the finer things, like video games, social media, Snapchat yes. and uh... Roy, you're gonna be the one who drives the kids to their friend's house. And we are installing a nanny cam in the dashboard. Why are we all sitting out here laying under the sun? Let's go surfing. No sun for me. My ginger butt burns so easily. Just sitting out here in the shade and knitting is heaven. Yeah, I've already been out this morning. Han Solo, I might add. Roy stood me up. He had to save his strength to play his game on his phone. Roy. Left. Roy. Roy. Leave me alone, bro. I think I'm finally going to beat this level. Doesn't anyone want to go surfing with me? Yes! Got it. Got it, fucker. So what were we talking about? Oh, we were all just saying that you're a lazy shit. I just can't handle the Mai Tais like I did in my 20s. Dude, you're 28. I mean, when I was your age. I'm 27. I'm bored. I'll go out myself if no one wants to join me. I'm going to finish my graphic novel. I'll go with you, Carrie, but I'm not going in. That's fine. You can wrap your sweet ginger self in your towel and knit to your heart's content. The wives get up and exit the cabana, heading toward the beach, leaving their husbands behind. Woo! Yes, dude, yes. Come on, bring it over, dude. Oh, yeah, save the world? Okay, you ready uh, to join the rest of us in Hawaii? What about you, reading your graphic novel all day? <laughs> you mean my comic book? I'm finished. Okay. 
What was it about? A mega crossover event with a ridiculous amount of characters and a multiverse defying time and dimension. And, and in the end, you know, it's the guy without the superpowers who saves the day. Holy shit. Bro, yo, check this. My game has a new bonus level. The, seriously, Roy, does this mean we're gonna lose you again for like the next few days? I, I don't think so, Russ. It seems pretty easy. What the hell? I just got four sacred tokens. Earth, wind, fire, water. <laughs> four elements of life. Let's see. Should I do? I'm gonna, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna try Earth. That's the one. Suddenly, Roy experiences what feels like a sonic boom erupting in his head. His phone flies out of his hand and he collapses back down on his lounge chair. Uh, Roy, are you okay, man? This game is fucked up, dude. All right, just relax, buddy. Order you a double Mai Tai and you'll be fine. What are you making anyway? Guess. Breathable jockey shorts, so Roy can keep the boys cool and comfy while you're trying to conceive. <laughs> Let's pitch it to Shark Tank. No, I'm making a pair of baby carriers. One for me and Roy, and one for you guys. <sighs> Even more pressure to get pregnant together. God and the universe will make it happen for us. We're a team. Wow, waves are looking pretty big today. I'm gonna do some body surfing. I can knit you a surfboard real quick. <laughs> I'm good. Here are your drinks, two Mai Tais. Enjoy. And now I'm ready for some real vacation. Probably should get my phone, huh? Dude, what the hell? Roy has literally torn both arms of his lounge chair clean off its base. This is an expensive hotel. Why are they laying out these cheap-ass chairs? Russell pulls hard at the arms of his own lounge chair. Sturdily made, the arms of his chair don't budge in the slightest. Mm-hmm. Mine seems pretty solid. Uh, let me see. But when Roy grabs the arm of Russell's chair, it takes no effort at all. What the fuck, Roy? Oh, fucking hell. Uh, well, you've been working out, bro? I mean, You're also looking pretty jacked. I've been going to the gym a couple times. I wouldn't necessarily call it working out the traditional way, but you know, pumping some iron, dude. Arm wrestling. What? Here? Right now? Right here, right now. Why? Why? I'm a lot stronger than you, right? Well, yeah, it's not like I'm not, I'm not like a bitch or anything. Oh, prove you're not a bitch. Arm wrestling. My hands are all sweaty and stuff. It's, it's hot. Come on. I don't care. Quickly, Russell hops off his chair, knees on the ground, elbow on the table, right hand open. Reluctantly, Roy grabs his buddy's hand and plants his elbow in position. And go. Roy doesn't even have to try. He holds still while Russell struggles against him. Russell stands up for leverage, picks his elbow off the table and uses all of his body weight in an effort to pull Roy's hand down. But Roy doesn't budge. Come on, man. Show me what you got. Is it? It's all you got? Finally, Roy decides to try. Flexing his arm, he launches Russell out of the cabana 20 feet toward the pool. 
people scatter as Russell's momentum brings several of them into the pool with him. Roy stares down at his own hand, stunned. Bro! You're Superman! Roy stands awkwardly, trying to adjust his new muscular body. He goes to the edge of the pool and lowers his arm to help Russell. Hey, slow. Got it. Got it. I'm good. Even trying to control his strength, Roy pulls Russell up in one simple movement. Suddenly, Russell hauls off and punches Roy in his face. Uh, ow, what the fuck, Russell? Oh, sorry, just checking to see if you're invulnerable, you know? Well, obviously I'm not. Seriously, Roy, you have super strength, man. That's freaking amazing. Keep it down, man. I don't think shouting about this works for the whole secret identity thing. Russell goes over to where Roy has thrown the phone. He carefully picks it up and studies it. You use the Earth button. Like Atlas, the strong man who holds up the Earth on his shoulders. I know who Atlas is, Roy. Uh, we're left with wind, fire, and water. Which one should I press? Are you crazy, Russell? You picked Earth, so you're strong. Water is probably like a swimming power, like Aquaman or the Submariner. That'll be cool. You can you can end up turning into like nuclear man or something, bro. It's just water. Russell and Roy walk down the beach, where they find Ellen fully covered underneath a towel, knitting away. Hey, babe. You're not gonna believe this. Where's Carrie? You know Carrie. She likes to go out, way out. I don't see her. Russell isn't too surprised when he doesn't see Carrie at first. He knows his wife has the habit of testing her own limits. But something about the unusually powerful waves starts to make him nervous. Carrie? Carrie? Carrie! Roy, use your power. Do you, do you see anything? Do you see her? Power? I, I can't see any better than you. Holy shit, she's way out. She's getting pummeled by waves. Give me the phone, Roy. I need to hit the water icon. What if you turn the beach into a tidal wave? A wave breaks onto the shallow edge of the shore. A teenager on a boogie board gets up from the wet sand and starts walking past them, dragging his board behind. No time to ask permission, Russell pulls the board out of the kid's hands. Hey, that's my boogie board, dude. Roy, throw me. What? About 150 feet. You think you can do that? Yeah, 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 I can. I think so. I don't understand. Russell holds the boogie board tight. Roy lifts Russell up with one hand and throws him like a paper plane. Russell soars into the air more than the length of a football field. Ellen is utterly stunned. <gasps> Russell lands close to his exhausted wife. He quickly paddles toward her. He pulls her onto the board and lays front down on top of her. They pick up a big wave and start the ride back to shore. They're coming in. Ellen. You see right there. Yeah, yeah, thank God. Uh, Roy? What the hell was that? Oh, yeah, you mean, yeah, no. Uh, let's, let's wait till we get back and I'll explain. <coughs> you know what, babe? What's that, babe? Other than almost dying and all, uh, this is kind of fun. Are you okay? Yeah. 
I was getting pulled out to sea and somehow my hero husband shows up out of nowhere to rescue me. You go, man. Thanks for letting me borrow your board. Shaka, bro. So what the hell, Roy? Roy and Russell explain the bizarre event that has given Roy super strength. I'd let you hear all that, but you already know how everything happened, so let's just fast forward a bit. What? You guys are kidding, right? I saw it, Carrie. This is not just one of Russell's comic books. That's crazy. Let me see that phone. What is this? When Ellen grabs the phone from Roy's hand, she accidentally hits the fire icon. Ellen! Roy starts to pick his wife up, then drops her as if she was a boiling cauldron. Oh, shit! Ouch! Honey, are you... Honey, are you okay? Uh, yeah. Just feeling a little hot. Ellen stands up. Her skin begins to redden into what looks like an instant sunburn. Do you think I have a temperature? In a fevered daze, Ellen starts walking toward the ocean. She steps into the water and lets the waves wash over her. The water is literally boiling all around her. Roy runs into the ocean, disregarding any threat of danger to himself. He takes his wife into his arms. I'm okay. I feel really... good. Powerful. Ellen holds her hands in front of her like she was grasping a basketball. She conjures a ball of flame in her hands. She moves it around gracefully. The flame appears to be an extension of her hands. I always knew I married the hottest girl in the world, bro. All right, I'm next. Uh, babe, I'm gonna take win. That's okay with you? I've always wanted to fly. <sighs> sure, whatever, you take win. Russell presses the wind token on the phone. <laughs> babe, you okay? I'm cool, just give me a sec. Let's fly! Man, what a ripoff! Maybe you should have tried water. Hold up. Wait for it. Easy, babe. Now I know what wind is. Russell runs down the beach, fast, faster, picking up speed until the rest of them can no longer see him. Before they know it, Russell is running back toward them at 300 miles per hour. Dude, I think you got super speed. You think? All right, let's get this thing over with. I guess I can turn myself into a mermaid, octopus, or whatever. She presses the water token. Her body appears to suddenly lose all hydration, making her appear like an unwrapped mummy. Then, just as quickly, Moisture is sucked out of the air and rehydrates her body into the robust form of an Olympian goddess. Oh, that was so fucking cool. How do you feel, babe? Pretty uh, um, amazing, actually. Water from the ocean rises and gathers into a mighty human-sized gusher. It's heading straight for Carrie. 
With his lightning reflexes, Russell rushes and grabs Carrie, pulling her from the path of the oncoming blast. Standing behind her, Roy is pummeled by the full force of the blasting ocean water. He goes flying back and is pinned against a stone reef. Suddenly, a stream of fire comes up to meet it as Ellen uses her power to control flame to vaporize the water around her husband. A classic battle between fire and water is raging, the outcome unclear, until Carrie waves her hands gracefully, conducting the water stream to rise, dance, and head back into the ocean without even making a wave. You know what this means, right? It means we are a freaking superhero team! I am going to knit us the coolest superhero suits. Seriously, guys? You're celebrating this? I don't know if I want to be a superhero. Imagine how much good we could do, honey. It seems exhausting, man. This isn't exactly the life plan we've been going with. Of course not. There's no way to plan something like this. I think this is our true destiny. With great power comes great responsibility. I could be Alice. Tsunami Girl would be a pretty cool superhero name for Carrie. Don't you dare call me girl. A tsunami woman? Thank you. Wait, we are not risking our lives to play superheroes. Ellen, call you flamethrower. Cause I'm too hot to handle, honey. <laughs> we need a mission. You guys have got to be kidding. We need to thwart some thieves, save babies from burning buildings, that kind of thing. How about both? Robbery in progress at the Bank of Hawaii in Lahaina. The situation is incredibly volatile. There are hostages inside, and the bank is on fire. Let's go! Let's go? This is way more than we can handle. We just got these superpowers. Come on, team! You guys go get the car. I'll meet you there. The bank is indeed burning. There are people rushing out into the arms of police officers. What's the situation, Captain? We're getting it from all sides. We have the gang pinned down in a standoff, but they appear to be heavily armed. How far away are the fire trucks? They're struggling to get through, but they're on their way. And inside, what do we got there? Uh, these criminals are smart. They locked several employees inside the bank vault, so... Wait, who the hell are you? Just a friend who's here to help. Get the hell out of here! We have a real crisis going on, and you're wasting my time. I appreciate your assistance, Captain. The police chief is astonished to see the mysterious man run off at impossible speeds, zigzagging through obstacles, protecting ordinary citizens from an extraordinary situation. I've got you. Riding on top of a moving wave of water, being pulled from the very moisture in the air, Roy and Ellen are carried into the middle of the action. Feel my heat! Ellen points and sends streams of fire at the bank robber's guns. Scorching weapons from their hands. Step away, guys. I'm going to see if I can cool down this situation. Ugh, did I just say that? Carrie turns her palms up, 
blasting double-barreled gushers of water at the flames. Ellen shoots a supercharged flame from all ten fingertips, blazing a hole into the front wall of the bank. Russell and Roy charge in. Roy punches through and clears away obstructions. Carrie extinguishes flames, opening up escape routes. Russell speeds around the bank to get the people out. Ellen walks through the flames completely unharmed. Even her clothes have become flame-resistant. Tsunami Woman tries blasting the vault with pressurized water, but the flames are choking the moisture in the air. She has just enough to cool the bank vault door so that Roy can get to it. The mighty Atlas struggles, but it appears to be too much of an obstacle, even for him. Keep pulling, honey! I'm gonna try to redirect this flame at the vault on the door! Russell continues to whip around the main area of the bank to bring the last remaining people to safety works together. Carrie struggles to keep the vault handle cool for Roy, who applies mighty force against an immovable object. Throw some heat on it. It'll, it'll melt it. All right, I got this. Flamethrower bears down, focusing all of her energy on the door. The intensity of the heat is finally beginning to melt the iron bolts. The massive vault door is beginning to give. The people trapped inside can be heard choking and crying out for help. A concentrated effort by the two couples working together wrenches the door open. The bank employees come rushing out of the vault. Protected by our heroes, they make it safely outside the burning bank. Let's get out of here, team. We don't want to wait around for the fence. Yeah, let's go. I'm, I'm okay. To, I'll get the car. I'm gonna get the car. You guys stay here, or you get. The, Russell, you wanna get the car? I do not need the car. I run very fast. Okay, I might be able to run with my arms because I have strength on my arms. Go get so the car. I'm gonna walk to the car. Let's get out of here. I know. I, I'll get the car. I'm gonna get the car. All right, team. So what's next? Obviously, we know what we have to do. Can't we just chill? I'm feeling pretty weak. Did it suddenly get really cold outside? Ugh, and I'm suddenly feeling as dry as the Sahara. Fuck! Our powers were off! Roy, see what the game said. It's gone. Good riddance. I guess it's the way it was supposed to be. We were there when we were needed. I'm happy to just be us again. Now we have a story to tell our kids someday. Yeah, after all. Parents are the real heroes of the world. Uh, guys. Yeah, yeah, game's back. Looks like they have a new update that fixed a lot of the bugs. Oh, shit. Really? Let me see that. So at the end of our story, we ask, what makes a superhero? No, seriously, we're asking, what makes a superhero? Until next time, true believers, we continue onward and upward into the digital sky. Excelsior! Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Digital Sky Super App. Super App was produced by Robert Benton, Hannah Forcier, and Scott Zacharin. Starring the voices of Nick Antoyan as Roy Lieber, a.k.a. Atlas. 
Morgan Harville as Carrie Matlack, a.k.a. Tsunami Woman. Christine Barger as Ellen Lieber, a.k.a. Flamethrower. Zeno Robinson as Russell Kirby, a.k.a. Um... <laughs> Why didn't I get a superhero name? Okay, how about we do one right now? I could be like Quick Man or Zipper, like like the zipper. And it's funny because it's like the zipper's like on a hoodie, but also because I'm fast. I really think we should just do it over and call me the zipper. And Johnny McConville as the police captain. Original score by Daniel Stockdale. Engineered and mixed by Rick McRae. Engineer assistant Jonathan Cronin. Recorded at Conscious Studios in beautiful Santa Monica, California. Sound supervision by Johnny McConville. Edited by Rick McRae. And co-edited by Johnny McConville. And I am your narrator, Anna Brisbane. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Digital Sky Pod for all kinds of fun and surprises. Digital Sky was created by Scott Zachary. Digital Sky is a Zoit Media production. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts and share with your friends. Here's a preview of the next episode of Digital Sky. The space agent behind you. Oh, got him. Oh, no, no, you didn't. He's down but not out. Look out, look out. Space agent! Oh, man, how'd you miss that guy? Oh, my God. He shot me right through my heart. <sighs> okay, I'm going to get past this mission no matter what it takes. Sam, wait. I know this sounds crazy, but... I don't think he can take losing her again. He's space agent. He can take anything. I'm serious, Sam. We've killed her like over 30 times. Actually, it's 42. Okay, I'm getting really close though. But what if the agony of his loss accumulates? What if each time takes another piece of his soul? Huh? Chelsea Javier, Chris O'Brien, Robert Van Gelpen, Denise Hoey, and Mark Prendergast star in the next episode of Digital Sky Space Agent.